on the line, I am delighted to be joined by Senator Ashling Dolan. And we're going to be chatting all about, I suppose, what's topical at the moment. But Ashling, good morning. You're welcome to the show. Good morning, Kira. How are you? It's such a pleasure to get to chat to you. And I know there's so many things coming up. We have the Strokestown show that's coming up this weekend. And then, I suppose, the agricultural show. But I suppose let's start off by kind of chatting about the deadline that's on the 28th of September for the charging ports. Oh, thanks so much, Kira. I mean, this is a great opportunity. It's to do with um, EV transition or the Just Transition Fund. And it's for EV charging points, uh, electric vehicles and so on. But uh, it's a great opportunity for sports clubs or community groups that are in Roscommon and also uh, literally in the Banisloe Municipal District. All of these groups are open to apply to this fund. Um, and there's certain criteria. You know, you have to maybe just have two car parking spaces that you might be able to make available for this. But it's 100% uh, funded by the department. So it's just a great opportunity for local groups to provide an extra amenity or facility in their local area. And it's great for our towns and villages all across Roscommon as well. So we need to encourage groups to yeah, have a look at it. It's uh, run by Pubble. I have information on our social media channels as well. And um, yeah, really would encourage community groups and sports clubs uh, to think about applying. Um, it's also open for enterprise centres. So the likes of Enterprise Kiltuller, for example, and Balloch. And, you know, we have a lot of connected hubs across the uh, county as well. They, they're also eligible to apply for this fund. Um, so, yeah, that's all. And again, Kira, you know, the just transition is because of sort of the changes we've seen in how, um, I suppose, you know, the likes of uh, Board Nimona and the ESB and the change in use sort of in Shannon Bridge and Lanesborough um, has meant the loss of jobs as well in our area. And there's also another fund out there, the Falsha Ireland Fund, Kira, and it's all about trying to um, support businesses and support tourism and sort of recreational amenities and tourism facilities and everything like that, tourism places, to apply for funding as well through Falsha Ireland. And that's a separate fund. Um, and that's for groups like, say, businesses, Kira, you know, like small businesses, yeah. maybe um, ones that might be into online booking and everything like that. There's a whole fund there for what they call digitalization. And that's really to support businesses, groups, community groups. Maybe they want to look at maybe a new website. Maybe they want to think about how do you manage online booking and everything else, you know, and people do everything through their phone now. Um, so it's a great way to support maybe, you know, hotels or restaurants or cafes or um, you know, little museums or anything like that. So, yeah, again, that fund is through Falsh Ireland and it's all about supporting uh, groups. Again, it can be tourism groups and some community groups and, I suppose, businesses. So, and of course, if anyone has ideas, Kira, we do need a lot more bed nights in our county. Um, there's also something out there for low-scale, low-carbon accommodation and that's really to show how we're reducing our sort of carbon footprint with a lot of these initiatives, but also how we can provide maybe more bed nights, which is really crucial. You know, if you've tourists coming to an area or even people whose families are coming home or something like that, it's great to have access to a place where people can stay. And we probably need we need a lot more of us probably in, in and around the county. And it really helps support tourism and people spending in the local area you know they'll spend in the shop and they'll spend in, in you know in in the in the local restaurant or the cafe or the pub you know as well so all of this helps 
Absolutely, and I have to say it's a fantastic um, different grants there and the facilities and the, the help of that will support as well because I know businesses did struggle, I suppose, throughout the pandemic. So this online approach, I think, is really necessary for many businesses. So it's fantastic that that is available. I wanted as well touch on, if we could, I think last week, wasn't it, there was constituencies were redrawn. Yes, that's right, Kira. So, of course, the population has grown, yeah. which is great. We want to see more people living in the West. Um, and because of that, I suppose they have looked at how to ensure uh, that there is representation across all of those areas. So at the moment, um, our constituency sort of highlights the numbers of people, say, per every TD, you know, and uh, due to that, they've looked at the constituencies. And then some you'll see, obviously, they've added in extra uh, seats to the doll. So there's 12 extra TDs, but they've also looked at the boundaries for constituencies. Uh, so there's been uh, some change with Roscommon Galway. So in Roscommon, we'll see that you know, North Roscommon, like Boyle and so on, has come back into the constituency and very welcome. Uh, we're really going to be looking forward to working with all of those community groups there as well. And they would have been represented previously, I'd say, by uh, our other uh, Fine Gael colleague there, um, Minister, former Minister, sorry, Frank Feehan. And Frank, of course, is now continuing in his home uh, constituency there in Sligo. He's living in Sligo at the moment. Um, so he's going to continue representing that area. And uh, for the area around Galway, we've seen some of that move back into East Galway. Um, so there have been changes. And I suppose it, it's, people will be getting used to that probably over the next little while as well. Absolutely, so many different adjustments there. And I know as well we have this weekend an amazing Strokestown show as well. So we have a lot going on, Kira. Yeah, there's, there's so much. different things. <laughs> there was even, uh, Elsin was on last uh, weekend and gosh, Kira, it was, uh, there was um, Pet Mania, I think, from Roscommon were there. And like for anyone who has, you know, their four-legged best friends, mm. it's great. Um, actually, I must admit, the dog shows are just phenomenal. And the pets, they're so well uh, loved and taken care of and brushed and God knows what. But the pet mania, it was very cool. They had a, a stand there at Elfin and they were offering doing sort of grooming tips and demos on how to look after your pet. And, you know, like it was really good, I thought. And I think there was a lot of interest in it. So, you know, agricultural shows and fairs that we're so used to, um, they're really popular. And there's so much just, you know, as well for the farming community, but not just the farming community. I think for anyone living in the local area, it's a great day out, you know, to bring family and to chat and to meet people you might not have seen for a while. And so this weekend we have, yes, we have strokes happening this weekend. Uh, so, again, another great opportunity. And then the Common agricultural show as well was postponed from earlier, a few weeks back. And that's going to be happening uh, the week after next as well. So great to see all of that going on and also as well as that if you're into music uh, we have the Larry Reynolds uh, Fela Kjol is on and it's their 10 year anniversary that started out 10 years ago Kira. Wow. I know you're a big fan of music a musician <laughs> and a singer yourself and congratulations you. on your new song coming out as well which is great hopefully we'll get a chance to play it this morning <laughs> um, but uh, yeah the Larry Reynolds is very good and that's on in Band the Slow and it's really about promoting the tradition of music and traditional music in our region you know in the west uh, so yeah for anyone who enjoys that that's going to be starting on Friday this Friday and it runs Friday, Saturday, Sunday and music, singing, dancing workshops and it's for adults and for children as well so there's something in there for everyone people can find out more then by just looking online I think it's Fela Larry Reynolds or LarryReynolds.com and uh, yeah great so a lot going on this weekend for people 
um, I think uh, it'll keep people busy and it's just nice because the weather of course it was lovely yesterday Hopefully oh my we god we're blessed fine days. <laughs> we're absolutely blessed it was such a surprise and god loved them going back to school <laughs> the weather I know, fine comes I know. out <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully it sticks around for the weekend as well, Kira. That would be really good. <laughs> I know this is it. And, you know, you touched on so many things there with the dog show and like, and people love their animals. Like, well, yeah, and I think it's a great thing. Like, I think that um, you know, it can be. Sometimes we forget that these events are really family fun events. There's so much out there for children as well. Um, you know, there's usually a children's area. Um, but just even seeing, uh, you know, animals, like maybe they're not used to seeing animals, you know, at home, maybe they're not living on a working farm. But, yeah. um, you know, you, I know like an elephant, for example, last weekend, like they had converted the mart into sort of having all the poultry sections. So you had all the geese and the ducks wow. and the chickens and the hens and the, all the, the young kids, the children were just in and just, you know, going around to each one, you know, because they were all different breeds and different, wow. um, you know, different types. So, yeah. yeah, it was really nice to see it. And I think uh, that's the thing with festivals. I mean, they'd lovely Connemara and ponies and festivals. And of course, um, we'll have the horse show as well in Banaslow coming up in the next couple of weeks. And also the Banaslow Agricultural Show, too, uh, will be happening. So, you know, that's it just shows you that in the next two or three weekends uh, there's so much for people to go around and see and people actually travel very far to come to these shows as well you know obviously there's their own local communities but people do travel to attend uh, you know the likes of the, the fair and festival you know in Bandeslow or in Stokeson and even in Elfin last weekend people who were showing their animals or showing poultry and so on like there were people there that had travelled from Letterkenny you know like that was a three hour drive wow that's a long distance yeah the, you know, it's so attracting many people to the area. Yeah, exactly. So I think people who have an interest in this, it's great. And then you're seeing really the best of the best, which is really nice. So I think it's well worth an hour. Uh, you know, if people have the time on for, for uh, heading to Stokestown or for Ross Common Agricultural Show, and then also, like I was saying, in Banlaslow, uh, they're going to have their agricultural show and uh, also the Fern Festival coming up. So there's an awful lot for the next few weekends. So people can plan their diaries now, Kira. <laughs> I love this. There's so much going on. And I think the rescheduling of the show, you know, they couldn't have picked a better time to reschedule it. We've had, we have this beautiful weather at the moment in September and may it continue. I think it's it's promised for another two weeks, I think, um, Ashling. Oh, lovely. Oh, that yeah. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And may it, may it continue. I suppose for people listening in on air, um, when it comes to the Larry Reynolds Festival, is tickets like available at the door or do you have to, I think, book beforehand? Or how does that work? Well, do you know? I think, no, I think you can on the door as well. I and mean, I think it, it's really like they're really celebrating the 10th anniversary uh, this year. So, that, you know, that, again, there's so many, all of these festivals are organised by great, um, you know, people who volunteer their time, Kira. You know, I mean, it really has to be acknowledged that all of these agricultural shows and the fairs and the festivals, there's always a core group of people that give up every evening and hours and weekends to plan this. And then there's all the people that help out on the event over the few days that it's on. So really so grateful to all of those people. But, um, you know, you can find tickets for this one that you've just asked about. And I'm just literally having a quick look here. It's on eventbrite.ie and people can look up Fela Kjol, so F-E-I-L-E, Kjol, C-H-E-O-I-L, Larry Reynolds, um, and the opening concert and so on, they have David Murphy, David Ducey and Mike Galvin. Um, and that's Breaking Trad, it's called. And then they have music singing and dancing workshops. And then they have all these musicians that are there. Um, they even run the under-18 open fiddle competition, all Ireland. So there you go. You'll wow. see the next 
stars in fiddles for, <laughs> for you know for violin and everything. Well, I have so to say the talent, really the talent in the local area is phenomenal. And the other thing I was going to say yeah. as well, I know now with the bright weather, we're not really thinking probably that much about this as well. But reflective gear, I suppose, when we are coming towards the darker evenings, it is yeah. starting to get darker around. I think is an eight or nine yeah, now at the moment, but. Yeah, there's a lot in the news at the moment just around uh, road safety and we've had so many tragic uh, accidents there, Kira, and it's been really devastating for families mm. and I suppose, you know, we all, uh, I suppose, you know, we've, we're all busy again, you know, schools have opened up and families and parents are trying to manage so much, you know, like cause it's always a really busy time of year, just people settling in again to back into the routines and then the evenings are getting a bit darker and it surprises us, do you know, because the weather is so nice, you expect this is the it. evenings to be brighter for longer um, but you know, we're all driving uh, late on country roads and unfortunately not as many footpaths as we would like to keep yeah. people safe, so I suppose really just to encourage people to, you know, to wear the high vis uh, when they're out, if they're out walking or going for a walk um, and it's going to turn, you know, it's in the evening time or they're going out a little bit later, just to think about that because it's so much easier to see and for drivers as well coming into the dark evenings to be careful that, you know, there will be people still out walking, um, you know, up until seven, eight, nine o'clock, you know, and, and it's getting dark earlier now as well. Um, RSA.ie is great. And I know for the schools, a lot of schools do go and get high vis as well. You can order that from RSA, the Road Safety Authority, um, and they will send out high vis jackets and so on and even campaigns around, you know, road safety. And we have to do so much ourselves, I suppose, about the speed limits and variable speed limits and things like this as well, Kira. So, you know, it's it's a joint effort, but it's about keeping people safe on our roads and particularly, uh, you know, in in the West as well, on our country roads, which can be, you know, a little bit more difficult to manage sometimes. Absolutely. And I know yesterday, I think, was it National Slow Down Day or something? I exactly. Because people yeah. are speeding. I know um, Anthony Waldron came on as well before and said the speeding in the county is insane. Um, people are flying it on the roads. So definitely you're 100% right. Yeah. People are going to have to start, you know, wearing their high vis and just being mindful that, I suppose, drivers, um, oh, yeah. you know, they're in maybe, maybe they're in a hurry to get home, especially with the dark evenings now after work. So they will be probably more than likely a lot of them speeding. And just, just to pay attention, you know, just to take our time yeah. and just to realise that, you know, it's just to have it in your mind that it's going to take, your journey might take 30 minutes and to allow that 30 minutes for your journey or, you know, your journey is going to take 40, 45 minutes, mm. um, you know, just to allow maybe an extra few minutes because, you know, like maybe the conditions are poor, like a lot of our mornings there last few mornings, it's been really foggy, you know, yeah, the start of the day yeah. and visibility has been really low. So, you know, like just to adapt your you know, driving and so on for the conditions and if it's really rainy and, and you know, there's lots of floodwaters and you know, the roads are wet, you know, just to adapt to that as well. So it's just about, I suppose, trying to, you know, trying to give the time for your journey that's needed. And also maybe for a lot of people as well, is, are there other options? Now, we have a lot of local link buses, Kira. Um, you know, they're starting up new journeys. We need to see a lot more in Ross Common. And of course, we have our trains as well. But the local link buses can be a great way for people to get around and not to worry about having the car or parking or any of that sort of stuff. But um, with the new routes, for example, um, from Castlery to Mount Bellew to Banlaslow, that's in one route. I know that um, in Castlery as well, there's the local links that go around the town itself that bring people into town. Um, and I know that we're also looking for new routes for people, you know, for the likes of Castlery to Balladrine and I know as well for Banlaslow to Athlone on the old Dublin Galway Road I mean we don't have the buses that would have gone on those routes before you know we're really doing a campaign around trying to encourage um, the NTA which has this as an option to you know look at um, starting a new route 
that would bring people from Banlasloe to the middle of Athlone town. We have a lot of private providers that bring people to a little bit outside of the town, but we do need to have sort of better services. And maybe having those services, better services, more regular services, you know, more times during the day, you know, people might think of another option instead of using the car, that they might try and use the bus or... Um, that it might be an option, another option for them to either maybe they need to go to hospital or they need to do the shopping or whatever it might be. So in that way as well, making things safer. Absolutely. Well, Ashling, I think we've there's so much there we've covered this morning and definitely for many people, there's so much information there. And again, some great uh, tips and advice when it comes to, I suppose, wearing the high vis, slowing down and amazing about all the grants. I can't get over it. There's, and there's so many events for people to attend, but it's been such a pleasure to chat to you this morning on the phone. Thank you so much for coming on. You're very welcome. Thanks so much, Kira. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Listen, take care. Bye. Have a beautiful day. You too. Bye. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye.